You know what it is. It's Monday, ladies and gentlemen, 5 o'clock, and you're watching TNT, The Monday Night Wars. My name is Brian Pillman Jr., and welcome to TNT. Hello and welcome to week 15 of the award-winning TNT, The Monday Night Wars. Brought to you all the way from atop of TNT Tower in downtown Tulsa, where it takes two elevators to get all the way to the top. All the way, too. That's exhausting. Two Yes. <laughs> this week we watched December 11th, 1995, WWE Raw and WCW Nitro. I'm your host with the most BS, Trevor Shelby, and joining me all the way from downstairs in the basement is Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, in the basement. That's <laughs> where you basement. got me? Yep. <laughs> That's right, folks. You can join us every week, uh, Monday, 5 o'clock. We watch Monday Night Raw and Nitro. We do, we're doing it in order, so if you guys are new, uh, definitely check us out. Um, you can watch it on the WWE Network and then join us every single week for the fun. Next week, we are watching the December 18th edition of Nitro in Raw, so that's going to be fun. Which, that will be the last Raw of the year. Yeah. So, we've got some uh, some things to figure out here. So, what were your Nitro scores from uh, last week? Well, the first one, it, first one I gave a, a, a three two. I mean, yeah. it was it was okay, you know. I mean, it, it, it was sting, you know, but and, and you know, yeah, that build up with the with, with you know him and Lex and. Uh, in that promo with uh, with Mean Gene earlier, okay. and it was it was okay, but it wasn't. I'll go back in my notes here. Oh, Sting and Kurosawa. Yeah, yeah. It, it's another jobber against the headliner. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, a main eventer. Yeah, and you know, it's the same, same, same old, same old stuff, and you know, but. Um, Second one. What was the second? Match? Scott Norton versus the Giant. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I actually enjoyed that one. Yeah, um, a little bit more than I should have, <laughs> um, just because I, you know, the Giant actually took a pretty big beating. I, 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 yeah. I kind of like that. And it, it um, kind of was unexpected. I, 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 you know, the the ending came, was really unexpected because, you know, it's kind of like the giant caught him in midair and, mm -hmm. and chokeslam. Yeah. You know, it's the first time that's uh, that's been happened on Raw or on on Nitro, I think. Yeah. You know? Um. Pretty pretty entertaining um, match, actually. I gave that one I a six point five. I actually gave that a six. Did you? Yeah. Very good. And then. The next one was. Uh, um, let's see, well, that, that was the main, the main event was, with. Uh, was it? Oh wait, we skipped. We skipped. 
you started with Sting, but you had the American yeah. Mills versus Harlem American Heat. American Mills versus Harlem Heat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, that proposal in the middle of it kind of yeah. threw me off. <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, it, it was a good match. I mean, yeah. But, um, and it was a good way to start it, even though, you know, we had a lame match right after it. Yeah. Um, so... And you got to see, you know, the, the, the spin kick that, that Booker T, you know, made famous. Yeah. Um, so I, I went ahead and gave that a five. Okay. I like it. The main event match was, uh, who was that? That was Lex with Jimmy Hart versus Macho Man for the world title. This one pissed me off. <laughs> I knew it would. I mean... Because, you know, Jimmy Hart's getting involved, and then, and, and it was blatant and right in front of the ref most of the time. Right. And and then uh, someone else came out, too. I can't remember who, mm-hmm. with, for, uh, and, and attacked uh, Macho Man. Yeah. It... But then they, they, called, they called the match because Hulk Hogan came out. Right. And that, you know, of course, all hell breaks loose for for a little bit. But you know, I would have, you know, I, I went ahead and gave that a, a, a four and a half. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a good match up until the end, and I just, you know, that that end just pissed me off. You know? I, I don't know. So, yeah. We got a new follower, uh, Brad Hamilton. Thank you so much, Brad, for following us. Hi, Brad. So, yeah. I watched three hours of wrestling last night, so I was, you know, everything's getting kind of jumbled, so. Yeah, I know, Um, man. I know. Um, So, okay. I I think I gave the win for the week to Nitro. You gave it to Nitro? Okay. Yeah, I will. Let me take that note because I'm going to forget that. What did I do with my pen? <laughs> I don't know. There it there. is. Hang on. Oh. Remember, you put me in the basement. Well, I know. <laughs> it's the only. This tower is so tall, but it's just. There's. There's only so much space. You know, I, I got to put you where I can put you. So, right. anyways, I mean, you're you're the the second T. I mean, come on. So, anyways. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so that's never see. that. No. C W wins. Second T, my ass. <laughs> All right. So. Let me. Oh, I keep doing that. So let me pull up what the uh, see where my favorite tab is. Um. 
I'm pretty sure I have it bookmarked. Yes. Okay, so this week, with Monday Night Raw, we have something kind of interesting going on. Um, let's see. It is the December 11th edition, and I don't have... Apparently, I don't have W or no, here it is. Okay, so this was almost a tie, I'll put it that way, for this week in the ratings at uh, December 11th, 1995. Raw has a 2.5 score. Uh, Nitro edged out a win at 2.6. So that's pretty interesting how those ratings went there. And like I said before, I don't know if that's just people switching back and forth with their because that's what I did at this time. I was watching both shows as much as possible. I don't know how it's recorded. But uh, back then, especially, I don't know how they knew how many people were watching. Was that something like well, built in your TV or something? I, I don't know. Well, no. There are Nielsen ratings. Well, in order to get counted um, back then, you had to be a Nielsen family, which they gave... They they sent you a box and they, oh. they that box told them what you're watching. Well, and I didn't do that. That's how they got. That's how they got. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's still somewhat like that today, but I don't know if you get a box or how they how they do it. Uh, yeah, they have these TVs and stuff now, but well, uh, like what's been playing this whole time up here is uh, we had Jeff Hardy. Versus Owen Hart at the very beginning of Wait, Raw. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say you had like freaking pop quiz for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, but that's after Raw. Let's 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 move on. Let's you, you just settle down. I'm directing. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> Come on, second T. Your 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 T is about to be uncapitalized. It's gonna be a little T. <laughs> you didn't tell me anything about this until. An hour before the show. Yeah, but I have no idea I what just, these questions. Are. I'm just gonna. I'm, you're gonna understand when it happens. I already told you. You're worrying about nothing. <laughs> Whatever. It's a pop quiz. I, I'm Asian. I worry about things. Yeah. Well, you're fine. You, you're gonna do great. If you get two correct, I'll be happy. But you know, we're gonna change your office <laughs> if that's all you get. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to the bedroom next week anyways um yeah so this started off with jeff hardy versus owen hart the uh this is our first viewing of jeff hardy in the monday night wars so i thought that was kind of interesting it was really interesting especially since he didn't have tattoos or yeah you know because what i remember him as whenever i first first started watching wrestling again in college which was about 96 97 ish yeah so well um yeah so i believe jeff has been with the company since 1994 matt i think probably the same they were um if i remember right they were a uh they appeared on like sunday night heat and stuff like that or the saturday morning maybe even 
Um, I remember watching them well, as a kid. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and that's what happened here. It and was a fun judging match. By the, judging by the by the, the 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 way Jeff wrestled, I'd say you know he should have been a mid card by this point if he's been with the company that long. Because I mean, he did really well. Yeah, he considering took his, who he was wrestling. He took his licks licks pretty uh, pretty well. I thought it was pretty cool that. Um, like he was able to take as much as they d- dished out uh, for being with the company for about a year. The um, Owen won this with a rollover pin, uh, pretty creative. Uh, but then afterwards, Yoko came out, did the bonsai drop to him. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Man, and at this point, at this point, Jeff is not as big as he is now. He's yeah. like tiny. Yeah. He's t- he's a little bitty kid. I I don't know how old he is at this point, but he's he looks like a teenager. And after receiving the bonsai drop, Owen Hart locks him up in the sharpshooter. Uh, Diesel, they show him backstage. He's he kind of loses it. He runs out there uh, to stop him. Uh, Owen makes a run for it. Yoko doesn't, and Yoko gets knocked out of the ring, but lands on his feet. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to take all of that into consideration in my score. And you're going to notice a, besides a couple of things, you're going to notice some big scores for me this week because this week was excellent. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Uh, just real quick. He was, Jeff was. 18 at the time. He's Holy 77, baby. August Holy 31st, moly. 1977 is his birthday. Man. So at this time, he was about 18, 19, almost 19, <laughs> maybe. That is crazy to and think. He's getting, he's getting flattened. Yeah, by you. In Yoko. the room professional. 500-something pounds. Yeah. That's crazy. I love what it. What did you give him? I gave it six point five. It wasn't that it was so much the wrestling. I like the ending. I like the story of them just crushing him, and uh, basically kind of furthering the story where they're pissing off Diesel. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a, a, a you know a five just yeah. because, and, and you know, the the point deficit is going to reflect also with the with the British Bulldog and um, and Bret uh, uh, um, Hart's match too. Oh, okay. Because because they kept they kept mentioning the Bulldog's wife you know, right. who's you know, Owen and Brett's sister you know, through the whole thing and you know, it, it all about what you know she's thinking about the match. You know, coming up at, at the pay per view, right, and, and stuff like that. Instead of focusing, you know, I, I could give a rat's ass about that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and they—that's so, not the only time they focus in on Diana out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she yeah she she's pretty you know but yeah yeah she's. You know. But yeah, 
I, it just got to the point where I thought that the king was was obsessed with her instead of with the match. Yeah. And it lost focus on the match, and it was a good match. Yeah. I thought it was. Especially if, you know you got a great mid carder, you got an up and counter in Jeff Hardy, you know, and Jeff held his own and took mm-hmm. his beating and stuff like that. You know, even even pulls off some moves that that you know for a, a guy who had been with the company for a year that you know. Were, were quite impressive. Yeah. You know, so, I I gave it a five. Just yeah, because that makes sense. They're, they're taking away five's on their par. attention. Their, their attention to is taking off of the match, put by putting it on to someone in the audience. Right. Well, let me see. Because otherwise, it would have been a six, probably. Yeah. I understand. I went a little crazy with six point five, but I'm sticking to it. It, uh, I, I enjoyed it. The whole Diana thing was, like you said, a little crazy, but I like, I love the, the squishing at the end, <laughs> and then the sharpshooter. It just cracked me up. Okay, let's move on to the second match of the night. We've got Asia Kong versus, and I'm gonna butcher this, Chapart. Chaparte, Chaparte, Chaparte. I don't know. Miss Asari, Miss Asari. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with that. <laughs> Versus Asia Kong. I like a big Asia Kong fan so far. Uh, she's she's crazy, and uh, this this match really showcased her power. Um, this other girl, let's just call her the Red Ranger. She, <laughs> she did some flips that, that was pretty, pretty cool. Like, uh, they did that, um, uh, where she did the flips into the donkey kick and then yeah. Jerry the King Lawler lost it on that saying that it was pretty fitting for, uh, yeah. and then. I, there was a quote, and I took it down. I was going to record it, and I thought better of it. But uh, I don't know if you caught this, but um, King said, uh, Asia Kong is in a bad mood because uh, oh, her yeah. uh, hero, Fat Boy, died. And then he said they used to sit together on the couch and eat potatoes together. <laughs> I hope you meant potato chips. Yeah. Then he goes on later on to say, well, Vince McMahon, you didn't let me, you know, finish my joke. (laughs) And then he says that he fell off the couch and that's how he died. And I was... that wasn't funny at all. It wasn't funny at all. It was stupid. And, uh, but yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, Asia Kong basically kills the Red Ranger in this. It is non-stop she has one moment where she tries to pull it off and get a win but uh yeah asia kong just kept putting her to the mat and picking her up on the three count not letting her get knocked out and then she did that pile driver that was just insane and it was done after that (laughs) but i enjoyed it immensely i gave it a 5.5 out of 10 I gave it a, a 5.2. 5.2? That's that's different. <laughs> I can't get, keep giving a, you know, a, 
a whole number or a half number. Uh, a half I always go whole or half. I don't know. Some of my brain won't let me do the other, but maybe I should. Oh. Uh, I lost you on my thing somehow. You lost me? No, you're still there. It's just I don't know where you went. There you are. <laughs> Whoa, I disappeared from the screen. You did. I think I deleted you somehow. Your audio was still there, I believe. Really? You're, you're, you're cutting me from the show. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you're Little T, remember? <laughs> well, I'll just call you Ice-T. Anyways, so after this, we had the most awkward... <laughs> yes. Awkward interview. I'm just going to ignore you. Uh, that involved Shawn Michaels and Todd, Todd Pinnigal. This was kind of lame to me. It, it really know. was. It, uh, Shawn's bad acting kind of ruined it. Todd was just asking questions and he asked basically, he asked the normal, like, how you doing? What's, you know, how you been? What's, what have you been up to? And then it's like, are you coming back or are you retiring? And Sean got all butthurt about that. And he's like, that's that's the real questions you're going to ask here, huh? I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. And he was like... You know, that, that's actually <laughs> better than your, than, than your other impersonations, dude. <laughs> I like my Vince McMahon one. <laughs> that's Vincent not Kennedy! McMahon! <laughs> You're hard! <laughs> okay. I, you gotta say that that wasn't bad. That, that's uh, anyway. a bad person. Uh, anyways. So anyways, I just wanted to kind of talk about that for a second, though. Um, yeah, so it guess so far with the way they're working this is Sean may or may not return. We'll see. But as we know. Yeah, he, he's gone forever. So. Never the, came back. Next match is probably the match of the night, in my opinion. These well, two yeah, because, I mean, it lasted through very, two seconds. Very well known. Both of them are very well known. We had Mr. Ahmed Johnson versus Rick Stockhausen. <laughs> I wonder who won this one. So, <laughs> Rick, he's pretty much known for his triple power bomb flip maneuver, but he didn't get it pulled off here. <laughs> and five star um, frog splash. Um, yeah. He's the, the the epitome of a jobber. Yeah, yeah. He just came out in black tights and took some bumps. He didn't even have an entrance. He just yeah. there. He was there. Yeah. Um, I took almost no notes on this one. I just put my notes was on man one. <laughs> so, Basically, he went in there and that was it. Yeah. This uh, pretty lame match. But I'm getting tired of these. A three out of ten. That's about as generous as I can be on that. Two? Yeah. All right, let's move on. That, that's, that's about all I want to give that one. 
Next one of the night, we had the interview with 123 Kid and Psycho Sid. Um, they pretty much um, build up. I guess they got that tag match coming up. And wherever the kid's going to be, Psycho's going to be. I don't know. It was interesting. Um, the, we uh, got to hurry up and get the Psycho's leg like, break. Yeah. yeah well, Psycho Sid's, I will say his uh, his his mic skills were a little bit better uh this this time yeah um he i actually understood what he was saying and he didn't say anything too crazy uh after that was the bob Backlund versus bret hart two very well unknown people um <laughs> i'm just gonna keep this up uh it uh this is pretty much a rematch of what happened a few years ago where these two um had an unexpected outcome where bob actually beat brett and took his title so this well, i mean is... you know like bob's held the title the second longest in the wwe history yeah well i mean um if you notice in our screenshots they got bret hart's sister diana in a lot of them for some weird reason. Um, <laughs> so while this match is going on, the King will not stop talking about her. He will not stop. And he gets up and he's like, I'm an interviewer. And that's exactly what he does. <laughs> he goes over there and interviews her. It was a very, very uncomfortable interview at that. Yeah. I don't think they planned it the way it kind of looked for her anyways. She was not, she was trying to watch the match and she was just kind of blowing the king off and uh anytime that he you know he, i mean he asked her you know what she thought about the match with the bulldog and brett and she said she's gonna be on the bulldog side it's her husband you know which I, that's kind of understandable how that's uh, not really shocking is it what that like i said i lost she, your video for a second oh did you oh yeah Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, well, anyways, I, what I was saying was, is that it's, is it really shocking that she's going to choose the bulldog over Brett? No, it's not. It's not shocking at all. Yeah. So I didn't understand where that was coming from, but it's no big deal. But yeah, the match was very technical. It was a, uh, it was very old school wrestling. They stretched each other for a long time. Lots of stretching. It, it went three. It went three segments. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. it, was pretty, it was really long. It was good. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was it was a great match. Yeah, it reminded me of a lot of the old school wrestling of. Um, I've been watching a lot, doing a lot of history with the the NWA and stuff, and watching a lot of their early stuff from the nineteen. 50s uh, up and you know a lot of it's just hold after hold after hold after hold and like a throwing a punch is like a last resort kind of thing and yeah that uh that's what this reminded me of <laughs> a lot of these two guys were just rolling around the mat you know very good wrestling i enjoyed Funny. it um up until the uh the british bulldog interrupts the match um, whenever uh, Brett applied the sharpshooter, um, then 
Bob Backlund was able to get the chicken wing on Brett, and this match was done with. <laughs> I mean, they had already rung the bell. And yeah, so, because the British Bulldog interrupted. Yeah. And... Now, I would call this a Bret Hart win. I don't. They didn't actually say who won this match. I'd say it's well, Bret Hart win by disqualification. Brett. Yeah, Bret won by disqualification, and that kind of pissed off Backlund. Yeah. Because he didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, yeah, you could see it on his face. He got kind of TPO'd there and... He uh, looked like he's going to go after the bulldog, <laughs> but uh, he 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 quickly decided otherwise and went around went went away. <laughs> but yeah, nah, not a bad addition of night or of nitro of, of raw really though. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit too. It's even you know, even with the, all the attention to you know the. The, the the female heart. Yeah. Yeah. I believe her name's Diana. I'm about 39% sure. So that's pretty uh, high for me. <laughs> that's sorry, high enough for but, me to just throw names out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her name is, is Diana Smith. I know. Yeah. But she's a heart. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Well, okay. Time for your quiz. Okay. No, I thought we were, we were going to do the, the ratings first. Oh. Of who won? Of who won? No, no, no. 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 Okay, so I've got to pull this up. Now, this weekend after this show is going to be WWF in your house number five. So... <laughs> Really? We're going to go over match by match. And I'm going to say some names. So-and-so versus so-and-so. You're going to tell me who you think is going to win. If you get it right, your office is going to go up a floor. <laughs> if you go it wrong, you're going to go down a floor. And then we're going to have to dig the basement deeper and that's just going to cost the company a whole lot of money. If you do that, I mean, come on. Anyways. So, You're see, the one who watches the pay-per-views. How am I supposed to? No, 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 no. This is complete guesses. I know that you don't know who wins. So this is, this is good. Okay. All right. So the first match of the night, we have Marty Jannetty and Razor Ramon. Fighting right. Psycho Sid and the one, two, three kid. And just so you know, this match went 12 minutes and 22 seconds. All right. Who won? Marty Janetti and uh, Razor Ramon. All right. You did good job. You're on the first floor. All right. <laughs> okay. So the second match of the night. We have Odd Man Johnson versus Buddy Landrell. Odd Man Johnson. What? You are now on the second floor. Look at you. <laughs> well, you got a no name in there. I know. And you know what's funny is he's supposed to be facing uh, 
What's his name? The, you know what I'm talking about. The <laughs> Dean Douglas. Dean yeah, Douglas. The Dean. So yeah, it seems Bird like we will not be seeing Douglas. Dean Douglas anymore. Sounds like he no showed this one. Okay, now this is the match that we know is going to be the match of the year. Henry Godwin versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley in an Arkansas hog pin match. <laughs> and the referee is Hillbilly Jim. This went 8 minutes and 58 seconds, which is about 7 minutes longer than it should have went. So, <laughs> tell well, me. Okay, so Triple H at this point is undefeated. Yes, sir. And someone's got to end his undefeated streak. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say Triple H lost. Oh, you're back on the second floor. Or wait, first floor, I mean. You you got to the second floor. No, no, you are at the third floor. I'm, I'm all. No, you're on the second. So, yeah, you're back on the first floor. How about that? We're putting you on the first floor. <laughs> you lost that one. Uh, yeah, Hunter Hearst Helmsley went on. Hunter Hearst Helmsley actually loses his winning streak. Actually, I will give you a multiple co choice question at the end for that one. So, the next match is Owen Hart versus Diesel. Who wins that one? It went four minutes and 34 seconds. Diesel. You're back in the basement, sir. Owen Hart defeated Diesel. By disqualification. <laughs> that shouldn't count. <laughs> it counts. Okay. This one, I know you've got this one. It's the gigantic XXL casket batch. The Undertaker versus King Mabel. Who wins this one? The Undertaker. Of course. All right, you're back on the first floor. And for the main event of the night that went 21 minutes. In nine seconds, Bret Hart, the champion, defending his championship against the British Bulldog. This got four and a half stars by Dave Meltzer. Um, who won? The fact that the, the fact that that Bret had just has just won the the title. I'm going to say Bret won it. All right, you're on the second floor. You won. Good job. And all right, for a chance to go up to the third floor, who defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the first time? We'll go, Is was it Stone Cold Steve Austin? Was it Owen Hart? Was it the Ultimate Warrior? Right, that's, all, that's all I'm going to give you. A, B, or C? Stone Cold, Owen Hart, or the Ultimate Warrior? Warrior. Well, I mean, it—it's it, it, that—that's kind of a gimme, but it, it's too standoutish because we're talking Stone Cold doesn't make his debut until later on next year. Yep. I, I will give you before you answer. I'll give you a hint. The person that defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley has not been featured in the Monday Night Wars yet. So it would be Stone Cold. 
Because that, the, that, the think of warrior... what, what? Think about what I said. He's not oh. been featured. Yes. The Ultimate Warrior has not been featured, and Stone Cold has not been featured in the Monday Night Wars yet. But the Ultimate Warrior's retired. Was he? Okay. Oh, who are you going with? <laughs> I'm going with Stone Cold. All right. All right. You're staying on that second floor. <laughs> it was the Ultimate Warrior. He's making a return shortly. <laughs> that is our future. So... <laughs> All right. You did good, though. You're on the second floor. We get to move all your stuff up yourself. Don't ask anybody else to help you. All right. (laughs) I know. It was fun, though. You know it was fun. All right. Let's, uh, Let's take a break with our buddy Buff Bagwell. I am buff and I'm the stuff, but everybody needs to listen. I am Buff Bagwell telling you to watch out for TNT, the Monday Night Wars on YouTube. These guys are aces in picking winners of Raw and Nitro each week. So tune in every Monday night. At 5 p.m., Trevor, Shelby, Thomas Kennedy, and are my biggest fans, bro. That's huge to me. That means a lot to me, so thank you for that. And I know you're going to love their show, so check it out. Remember, TNT, Monday Night Wars, YouTube, Buff Daddy out. Buff Daddy out. Yeah. Man, I, uh, one day, one day while that's happening, I'm just going to take my shirt off and I'm going to be just like Buff Daddy there. I'm going to be like, Buff Daddy um, out! We're, we're trying to gain viewers, not lose viewers. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> we can call me Doughy Body here. <laughs> Anyways. So... The, the next thing we did was WCW <laughs> Nitro, uh, the December 11th edition, of course. This one started off pretty quick. Uh, they, the match started be- while the announcers were sitting there talking, like you could hear them in the background. And yeah. uh, um, I do want to mention that Pepe was dressed in his finest biker gear <laughs> today. <laughs> it's wonderful. And, uh, yeah. So I think the leather jacket is a new one. I don't think he's broke that out yet. I, I wonder how many outfits he has for this talk. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. Uh, JL has been missing from action. He had an injury. And so it's nice seeing JL back in the action on the Monday Night Wars. Um, this is... Uh, this was actually a really good match. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. The They did mention during this match that there's Starcade is going to feature uh, Japan wrestlers versus WCW wrestlers. The uh, They're going to be competing for the Wrestling World Cup, whatever that is. So I don't know if that's something that's symbolic, like if it goes back in history, that's a thing. 
or if that's something that Eric Bischoff was just sitting on the toilet one day watching soccer and was like, hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> I, think, I think it's something that he just made up. Yeah, yeah so... Um, but yeah, uh, they they did say uh, uh, this is where the big boys play a couple times during this match. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, if you were drinking, you would be drinking during this match if you were doing the drinking game. The um, Eddie Guerrero won this one in pretty good fashion. I enjoyed it quite a bit. This was lots of flipping, flying, and very innovative for this time. Uh, I was feeling very generous. Went up to a seven. Out of ten. Well, see, if I would have seen the start of the match, it would have been different. Because I mean, yeah, that's that that one of my problems with WCW is they cut out in the middle of matches all the time, and yeah. just, I don't like it mm-hmm. because you miss you miss stuff, and this is a live show, right? You know, do a split screen. I don't care. Just don't cut away from the match. They're always that's cutting away. We miss so much. Huh? We've missed so much through the series. <laughs> we I <have>. know. <laughs> we have because you know we come back and someone's in a in a pinfall and we're like, what just happened? Yeah. You know. Um. But like, we don't know how long this match has been going on. Yeah. Uh, I assume so, I mean, it just started, but I don't know. <laughs> they they're they're in the middle of it whenever we we got to start seeing it so but i mean i'm gonna go ahead and give it a five okay see that really dinged it for you huh yeah well so, i mean uh, you, you, you it's really gonna ding something else when uh, later on too <laughs> Our scores are going to be complete opposites <laughs> on that one. Okay. So after that was a interesting bout, I guess you could say. Um, our favorite wrestler, Disco Inferno, was facing... Oh, well, first of all... Huh? I said you cannot drink because he had a match. Yeah, that is true. Um, actually, before that... We had Lex interview, and um, the only thing I noted on the Lex interview was he actually talked really good during this. He he didn't mess up or flub up anything. He's been flubbing a lot, and so, um, but yeah, pretty much uh, the normal BS there. But yeah, Disco versus Mr. Wonderful, who is still on his Spivey kick where he's talking to the mirror and he's yeah calling psychics i guess i don't know it's a weird gimmick it's not working and uh i guess wcw gets that because of what they do to him here the um mr wonderful does get the crowd going the crowd chants for him quite a bit during this uh i like the i like his dance at the end uh, he does his own little disco dance and he drops his own version of the people's elbow before it was a thing and he gets yeah. the win. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Pretty innovative, I would say, in a way. Um, but yeah, it, it was a squash match. Mr. Wonderful destroyed disco in this one. That's all it was. Uh, what did you give this score? 
I gave it a even though it was the only match that that didn't get preempted by something else. Yeah. <laughs> um I gave it a four. I uh, I gave it a four as well. <laughs> We're the same on that one. Um now I would argue that this next bit is a whole nother match. <laughs> it's the Four Horsemen interview. <laughs> the Four Horsemen came out. Can we just call out... it the Brian, the, the, the Brian Pillman makes a fool out of himself? Yeah. Show. Well, this this here... Oh, no. I did it again somehow. Um... <laughs> oh... You're back there, Tom. I just gotta find you. Nope. Right there. There you are. I found You're you. Trying to remove me from the show. I am. Anyways, so. Um. You're there. It's just you were behind other things. Anyways, um, yeah, this is this is pretty much the start of Brian Pillman's, uh, where he he kind of basically takes over the microphone. He starts kind of breaking kayfabe. He'll start saying stuff like uh, blaming the Booker man backstage and the guy booking the matches basically. And so yeah, this is the start of it. And, supposedly the only people that were privy to what was going on here was Eric Bischoff and Brian Pillman. This is according to Eric Bischoff because, you know, Pillman can't say one way or the other on this anymore. So they, yeah, there you go. (laughs) They, they have, uh, uh, some interesting, um, moments in this where, uh, the he the uh, mean gene is trying to get other people like Ric Flair to talk, and Brian Pillman won't allow it, and so he just keeps talking, and he runs down um, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful comes out and pretty much sticks up for himself, saying that he could have been a horseman whenever he wanted, and that uh, Brian Pillman uh, is a uh, a bag holder. <laughs> and the next thing you know, Mr. Wonderful's on the ground getting stomped. <laughs> and he held his own for a second, but you got the other guys there. They they beat the snot out of him and drop him on his head. Yeah, Arn Anderson does a pile driver on him. Yeah. And yeah, it's it was pretty much done after that. They spent the next few moments in the show hauling him off into an ambulance. <laughs> so, but that being said, that was an exciting match. Um, I gave it a five out of ten. <laughs> You're gonna judge this as a match? <laughs> Actually, I noted this way. I said I gave this a five out of ten if it was a match. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Seriously though. Uh, it was it was an interesting segment though. It broke up the the monotony of what they've been doing week after week. So yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, th- th- this does 
him being carted off in an ambulance, it, it, that was in the middle of another in the middle of this next match. I'm not going to count that as part of right. this. Right. Yeah. And uh, the I think they know that they have a problem with Mr. Wonderful cuz his character is just not interesting at this point. And I, you know, at this point he is older, but I think he could still be used well. I don't know. They just got him in the wrong gimmick. And I think he got out there and got fired up. And I was like, hey, yeah, he's an old man. He's going to kick their butts. <laughs> but uh, he, 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 he he got carted off. <laughs> so He got carted off in an ambulance. Yeah, he did. So the next match of the night was Hacksaw versus Lex Luger. This was, uh... Which, I don't know why they cut in the middle of this one. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, it's Lex, who's a who's a headliner, and Hacksaw, who's a very top-tier mid-card. Yeah. If not a, a headliner in his own right. You know, because, I mean, he, he's, a, you know, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. But, you know, this... That's why I don't like Nitro that much. Yeah. Don't, don't pay attention to your screen. Where did I go? <laughs> you're, you're there. <laughs> but yeah, no, then I understand what you're saying. The, I, I just don't understand why they're, um, why, why they keep preempting like this, but uh, the match was pretty short here. It was pretty much filler. Uh, they got, which was surprising, Lex pretty easily got um, Hacksaw up there in the torture rack. I didn't think he was going to be able to do it easily. but He didn't do it easily. He got, Hacksaw got hacked with his own freaking 2x4. Well, no, no, no. I mean... I mean the the fact that he easily picked him up. Not not that it was easy to just get him in it and do it. I mean just the fact that he has the strength to pick up a guy the size of Hacksaw like that. Well, I mean he is like six foot twelve. <laughs> well, and the other reason I say that is he's flubbed this maneuver a few times lately. Picking up like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and stuff, they, it's almost like he can't do it, and then he'll like drop them. But, um, guy twice their size, he did it like it was nothing. <laughs> but it wasn't a very long match. There was no exhaustion in play there. So yeah. The oh, I gave this middle of the road five out of ten. It would have probably been a five had they not, you know, <laughs> You're spent, so critical. spent 15 minutes, you know, showing him being pushed to an ambulance. <laughs> uh, um, so I gave it a four. Okay. Let's see here. The next part, we've got Macho Man being interviewed. Um, he... Uh, He's going to be facing some guy named Tensai at Starcade. I'm going to mess all these names up at Starcade. Um, and then next week, more importantly... Well, Tensai, uh, uh, Albert's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
I think so, actually. Well, the, uh, uh, what did, uh, well, anyways, he's going to be facing the Giant next week, which could be interesting. He's going to be facing the Giant for the title. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, uh, probably insane. <laughs> who, who do you think is going to win that? Who do I think is going to win that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, because of the way they've been billing the, as they put it, the triangle match. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to call it as uh, Macho Man wins. Okay. Which will give the Giant his first loss. Okay. Sorry, I'm first fixing actual, my screen here. Not, not, not first loss, loss. I mean, he, it'll be his first loss, loss instead of a DQ loss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, the last match of the night is going to be Ric Flair and Arn Anderson versus Sting and Hogan. This uh, this was interesting because Sting actually came out with without Hogan, and uh, the, even the announcers were kind of like, "This is weird." <laughs> Usually they come out together. And Hogan comes out and he's kind of like, you know, like, where, what are you doing? <laughs> you left without me. Uh, so uh, then they kept they kept kind of blowing it up uh, in commentary, pretty much saying Sting is not making contact, eye contact with Hogan. Uh, they're trying to make it seem like maybe Sting's going to do something during this match. I don't know. It was kind of weird wasn't a bad match. They singled Sting out for most of it and kind of knocked the snot out of him. Now, yeah, we have a drinking rule that if you have a biased referee, you got to take a drink. This referee was, I think, biased. I'm calling biased on him. Yeah, because he, <laughs> I mean, he, he, did, he didn't see a couple tags that, that Arn and Nature Boy did, but yeah, yeah. And they still went along with it, but whenever Hogan and Sting tag, you know, Hogan gets in the ring, he's like, I didn't see it, get back out. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's when the second tag happened and with uh, the with Flair and Arn Anderson, and he just ignored it completely. He, he let them tag that way. Oh, man, I was so angry through this match. That referee is on the payroll of the Four Horsemen. I just know it. It's going to be a storyline or something. I don't know. It was frustrating me. But, yeah. It was, uh... I thought it was a pretty good match. The, the especially since you've got the, the, the crappy referee going on there. Um, the, finally, Hogan got his tag in. And he hulked up for the win. That's pretty much uh, um, how I put it. Hulk Hogan hulked up well, for the win. Even though, even though Lex came out and put him in the, in the rack. Yeah, the um, uh, that was the other thing. The referee blatantly saw the, the <laughs> Hogan up in the torture rack. How do you miss somebody up in the torture rack? 
And the referee was like, looks over and is like, oh, nope, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I thought he was like, F that. Uh -uh. <laughs> but, yeah, that was pretty insane. Um, after this match, uh, Brian Pillman came out. He attacked uh, Sting and Hogan and then Sting again, I think. He was on Sting whenever Lex came down. And uh, he pulled Brian Pillman off Sting, but then let Brian Pillman go over and attack Hogan. And then and Lex was trying to pull Sting away. Yeah. And then Sting noticed what was happening, and he went over there and helped Hogan. Um, Macho Man came out, started clearing house, and Sting decked him. Uh, decked him pretty good. <laughs> so... Yeah, they almost went to blows there. Uh, one thing you don't see too often happened this night, which was, you know, uh, Macho Man kept his cool. He, uh, yeah. he, I thought he was going to lose it on him, but yeah, they, they let cooler heads prevail, and they pretty much did what they've done for the last couple of weeks. They got together on the microphone and was like, we're friends, right? Right, we're friends. Shake hands. Oh, we're doing good. Now, now well, next week, I'll punch you, okay? <laughs> the, it, well, I mean, every faction is against them. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's faction, just like... And they're not working well together. They're no, liking they're each not. other's enemies. They... <laughs> everyone... Uh, before Macho Man won the belt, he was like, I'm your friend, Hogan, but I also want your belt, just so you know. And then, so they're, you know, they're already not that great of a team. You know, Hogan definitely wants his belt back. He's already said that. That's my belt. <laughs> Whose name uh, is on the around. belt? And the Macho Man's like, I'm going to get that changed. <laughs> it's stupid. It's around Macho Man's waist. So, I mean, I don't think it's Hogan's belt. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just silly. But that's the Monday Night Wars. That's where we're at. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, after all of that, <laughs> because I'm going to include all the craziness at the end, um, I actually enjoyed it. The match actually had a finish. And but they got attacked right after, which if you're a fan of our drinking game, <laughs> you gotta take a drink. The uh, but yeah, I I just I think I it was a little cool. silly with the whole ending there uh, with the the microphone segment where they're just reaffirming that they're friends. So I I gave this a six out of ten. I gave this. Uh, I gave it a 6.5. 6.5? I have a new drinking rule, though. Do you? Yeah. All right. Let me write it down. What's the new drinking rule? Anytime they cut from a match to show something backstage. Oh, my God. Two drinks. No, one drink. 
<laughs> you kill people. Okay, so you guys are lucky. There's only two episodes left this year. <laughs> and then we start a new season. Yeah, then we start a whole new season. A uh, whole new drinking game. This one will probably go over to the next next season. I, th- I kind of like that one. So. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Not a bad episode. Not a bad week, really, for wrestling. This was a good week. Uh, I liked both shows quite a bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I was... Uh, I haven't been this impressed with the shows in, in, in a while. In, yeah. In, you know, since Pasta Mania. Why do you got to bring up Pasta Mania? Ah, you know, you know I do. Well, let me switch. Let me switch screens. We'll go over, uh, and we'll do the tally. So we'll be back in a, like a second once I find the Monday Night Wars. There it is. 1001 Well <laughs> It's got everything but our video on it <laughs> They can hear you Tom it's got everything but our video. Yeah. I see a blank screen, dude. You see a blank screen. It'll be up there in a second. Okay, okay. there we go. Right now, you can see the last episode, you gave uh, Nitro a a score that they, they, they so well deserved. And so I'm adding that now. So... Right now, you've got Raw at five and a half points, Nitro at seven and a half points, and The Dog Show at a single point. I have mm-hmm. Raw at five points and Nitro at nine well-deserving points. Last week, I made the uh, the first choice. So this week, it is going to be your pleasure. Giving us to Raw. Giving it to Raw. And I'm going to go ahead and give, uh, not next week's, but the week after. Yeah. We give that to um, to the Christmas story. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I can do that. You can't do that. You know it. My T is the first T. Oh, funny. Hang on one second. There I am. Oh, I'm so beautiful. No, that's the cup. Why am I looking at your control center? Why is my head so big? (laughs) All right. So you gave the point to Raw. So you got Raw 
at six and a half points, and Nitro at seven and a half points, and Dog Show at a single point. All right. I, however, I, however, am the voice of reason, and I am going to award this show to Raw. Well deserved. It was a good episode of Raw, and it was it was a fresh of breath air from them. And you know, it is their come home show. They got the the pay per view this weekend, so it is kind of like you kind of expect this episode to be good because they want their buy rate for the pay per view to be good. So they did well, I think. But not a bad not a bad week really, though. Like I said. Uh, well, it was a good. It was actually a really good week. Um, but what pushed me over to to the raw win was the the backland um, Bret Hart win or uh, match because that that was a great match. Yeah, and it was. You know, uh, like I said, it went. You ha- we haven't seen a Nitro match go three segments before. Mm-hmm. So. And this is the first time since we've been doing the show that I've actually seen it, which means that we're looking at longer matches coming soon. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the match that did it for me as well. I think that uh, it was it was interesting seeing the um, the style, like you said, in. For me, like I said before, it was. I've been doing a lot of research into a lot of the older wrestling stuff, and um, I I've seen I've watched a little bit of this of that style, and I uh, I, I kind of wondered. I was like, you know, nobody does that anymore. And then I watched this week, and then you've got you've got them two doing it. And they talk a lot about Bret Hart's father, Stu, uh, what he used to do to people. And Stu used to stretch people in the dungeon. And so, and when they talk about stretching, I'm pretty sure this is what they're talking about. He's he's got them down there, and he's putting them in holds and stuff and moves that he's just torturing you. And so... And that's what it's about. But I mean, it's kind of, it's also really strange because Bob Backlund, you know, he's a seventies, eighties wrestler. Yeah. You know, so we're not talking, you know, the time frame that you were watching back in the in the fifties and sixties. Right. Right. Seventies and eighties was, was his time to shine, and he's kind of at the end of his career now. So mm-hmm. and it really shows because he kind of reminded me, you know, his his. His style is almost outdated by, yeah. by that point. So. But. Yeah. Not a bad week, though. I, uh. I'm, I'm kind of eager to see what happens this next week. The. Um. I'm going to go ahead and plug, uh. We've got the, uh. The, the the stuff on facebook if you like our facebook page um we've got all kinds of stuff going on there it's very active now uh we've got a lot of stuff uh, gonna be moving over here to youtube we've got a twitter at tt wrestling one that's the tt wrestling the number one 
you can find us at TNT Wrestling on Facebook and YouTube. The um, I think we've gone up about 200 likes in the last week <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so make sure if you if you're not sure if you liked. You can unlike and like several times on our page. <laughs> we don't mind those notifications. So, <laughs> at least I don't. <laughs> Someone up there might. So, <laughs> I mean, down there, down there on the second floor. So, <laughs> you can um, tell them where I'm really I'm, I'm really on the 150th floor, all right? <laughs> I got to write that down. Second floor. <laughs> That's for next week. I gotta, I gotta remember where you're at, man. I got two elevators. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, next week we are watching the December 18th edition of Raw and Nitro. So that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be the last Raw of the year. Yep. Um, so the episode after that will be a Nitro only. Nitro only. Unless, uh, uh, unless we go through and, you know, we, we review the Christmas story, which is what we've been showing at the time of Raw. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that I want to do on our last episode, I talked to you a little bit about this. Uh, we're going to have, uh, we are going to review Nitro. It's an obvious winner since it's the only one playing, unless it goes to the dog show. Uh, but the, um, we, we're going to do a kind of award show, uh, have a little extras end of the year fun. So I'll have some more quizzes ready for Tom, see what floor he'll end up on. <laughs> <laughs> this will be ongoing so we'll see what Flory ends up on we have um, what is it we got the quizzes we've got some awards to give out um, it's it's our version of the slammy and uh, so yeah we've, we've got some, some stuff to do if you guys have any ideas of 1995 best match of the year for the Monday Night Wars let me know I've got some ideas, but I want to see what other people are thinking. So, you got anything you want to add, Mr. Kennedy? Kennedy? No. Um, next week is Christmas, but we do have a show on Monday. Yep. Um, so, we'll see you next week. Yeah, definitely. Christmas shopping, your last minute Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody stay safe, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And see ya. Peace.